This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. So, anybody who was at the Huddersfield game will, one, have been monumentally pissed off uh, when they when they walked away from the ground. Justin, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong there, Peter. Not wrong at all. There you go. Excellent. But if, if you were of a disposition to make a protest there, you may have been allowed to keep your banner or it may have been taken away from you, depending on what happened. Carl, you were sat in the in the rookery end and there were, there were I think, was there one or was there two banners there? There was, well, it, there was uh, one banner that came out which was more aimed towards players and that I did see a second banner towards the end of the game which was removed in the rookery. Yeah. The, the one that was removed from the rookery, did it have the words something along the lines of Gino Pozzo out or Pozzo out? Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. Right. The one that stayed in, I think, for the majority of the time, basically said no heart, no passion. It's not the coaches. It's the players. So really having a direct go at, if you will, both the players attitude and also obviously the recruitment that has brought in a lot of players who have flattered to deceive. And again, as we saw at Coventry, when the going gets tough, they tend to go to pieces a bit in the box. Classic jigsaw. Now, one other gentleman who was in the Sir Elton John stand became very high, high profile. When we were running the, the post-match Twitter spaces um, after the Huddersfield game, a lot of reports were coming in that a gentleman had been basically manhandled for having a black banner with white lettering, which basically said Pozzo out. He was near, he was on the Sir Elton John side, and uh, and and he was basically forcibly ejected. We had some of the people on Spaces come in and say, well, this is kind of what happened. There were a number of people who were who were you know kind of getting hold of the guy and trying to trying to pull this banner away. And therefore, what we did was look at this, and we've reached out to the gentleman. Now we tried to get a conversation with him using our normal software yesterday, but to be honest with you, the internet is having a funny old time, and we couldn't get to speak to the gentleman. 
His name is Rich, not to be confused with Rich WFC2, who never uses whole numbers in any equation. But this is just Rich on his own, just Rich. He was trying to chat to us. In the end, we went old school. We used the same kind of technology that I'd used when we spoke to Andrew French on New Year's Eve uh, when he was traveling back from the from the Swansea game. So that kind of works okay. But as you'll hear this, what happens is it's a, a particular app. It doesn't work perfectly. What happens is I start talking to him. He's talking back. And then the longer it goes, you'll see that the two audio tracks kind of become out of line. It doesn't really quite represent entirely what we had in terms of the conversation. But let's play a bit of that conversation now for you, and then we can discuss it after. Here's Rich. So here with me, I have uh, Rich. Hi, Rich. Nice to nice to speak to you. Um, but yep. anybody hi who, who hi there, anybody who was at the Huddersfield game will have seen that there was a a number of displays, um, but one in particular became quite high profile. People got to, got to see photographs and videos of near the near the halfway line in the Sir Elton John stand, um, a gentleman, a Watford supporter, holding a, a banner of, uh, of a certain size. Um, and that man was Rich. So I'm gonna ask Rich a few questions um, and then we'll just find out a little bit more about it. Cause I think it's really important to know one, what caused it? Secondly, what happened during it? And thirdly, how are things going on since? So, Rich, if I may, sir, I'll ask you a few questions. The, the the banner that you had was it was black and it had some white writing on it with with Pozzo out. I believe that was that was a, a towel. Was that was that what you'd used to uh, to construct the banner? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, a towel, pretty useless towel uh, to use as uh, an actual towel. But um, yeah, it was that I used that to construct the banner. Yeah. But but quite good as a communication device, I have to say. Um, uh, so yes. you, you've got yeah. that. <laughs> the the regulations, the rules and regulations of uh, of the ground t- stipulate that any banner has to be below um, two meters by one meter. So I mean, this was uh, this was a, a relatively just normal size of towel. It, it certainly was in those dimensions. It certainly appeared to be to me. I, I presume it did. It was to you as well, yeah. Um, yes, it, it was, but I've got. I have to say, I wasn't aware of uh, regulations regarding taking uh, banners into the, the ground. But I, I would think the one that wasn't taken and the people that weren't thrown out was a lot bigger than mine, and probably was uh, over the regulation size. I don't know. But. Yes, absolutely. The one in the in yeah. the rookery end, which mentioned about you know a lack of passion and stating it's not the coaches, it's the players. Um, yes. Yeah, it was yeah. considerably larger than that, and it, and it, it went was. in. But of course, yeah. but of course, the wording that you had on yours was was Pozzo out. Uh, we've all been familiar with the with the banner which just had Gino under the bottom of it. So it was like, well, you, you can seemingly support Gino, but having Pozzo out seemed to get a a rather different reaction. Uh, you kind of unveiled it in the second half as as the game was going somewhat sideways, wasn't it at the time? It was it was it was a, a good metaphor for, for the whole of the season and the last few years, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think um, you know after the the, the the absolute diabolical derby against Luton, you know, it, yeah, the frustrations were getting worse, and um, to go. Behind two one, I, I, that was it. That I thought, no, this is crazy. We're, you know, Huddersfield are down the bottom, struggling. We're going for, well, we were going for uh, possible playoffs. 
And I, I just thought, no, that, that's the time, really, to uh, make my protest. Yeah. The straw, the straw that broke the camel's back for you, yes, right? Indeed. So you, you un, you, yeah. So you unveiled the um, the the, the towel with with, with Potso out on it. Yeah. How, how quickly did did the stewards kind of react to you putting that particular message out? Um, I, I would say pretty instantly. Um, I I was obviously concentrating on putting it the right way up because that would be rather embarrassing if it was upside down. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it would be really. But um. Yeah, having done that, uh, they, they were pretty well on me straight away. A couple of, uh, I think it was a, a young lady and a chap, and they asked me if I worked at the club, and I replied, yes, I do. But um, I think, had I said no, they would have been ripping it off me even quicker. But, um, yeah, I, I told a bit of a white lie there. Okay, yeah. so so they've asked you. Do you work here? But yeah. I, I think the moment that you said yes, that will that will have confused them. Yes, I, yes. I, think, I think for it, a moment. I think it might have. Yes, yes. But um, if you if you'd have told them you were Scott, you should have told them you were Scott Duxbury. That would have had them in an absolute quandary. <laughs> they would have helped um, me put it up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you you put that up. There's there's two at the time. In terms of the footage, how how what what was their next move then? Because there seemed to be quite a number of people, and we had you know on our on our post match phone in as as the story started to kind of come about by people who were calling in to say, well, hang on, this was going on, and this was a bit out of order, and this felt a bit heavy handed. We've got two people at the moment. Did it did it become more than two stewards pretty quickly? Um, yes, it did. Yeah, it became uh, within like. Probably seconds. There was about six, I would say. Yeah, there was about six yeah. stewards that surrounded me. And then, sort of, um, I, I was trying to uh, actually tie wrap it to the railings, but I think they ripped it off. And then there was a little bit of a tug of war ensued, you know. But I, I did say this is, yeah, and I maintain it. It's a quiet protest, you know. I, I, did, I didn't want to fight anyone. Yeah. But they seemed quite aggressive. It seemed a bit over the top for me, you know, to start surrounding me and then really trying to pull it off me. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was a bit over the top. And and yeah, and and the fact the fact that one is deemed okay and the other is not suggests that actually what they're trying to get at is the yes. message rather than rather than the messenger yes. and they're, they're doing it as you say disproportionately it sounds it's, it certainly appeared yes. to everybody and there was also video that, that came yeah. about so you've got into this kind of tug of war with this with this previously unhelpful towel that is now <laughs> <laughs> that is now front of the center <laughs> they're, are they are they just trying to remove this from you? When did it become that they were ended up trying to move you rather than just take the power um, away? Yeah, pretty quickly they they were trying to once they ripped like ripped the towel off. I mean, people can see what happened. You know, but, but, yeah, but yeah. Once they've ripped it off me, I was then sort of ushered away. You know, uh, under the stand, pretty pretty quickly. Um. And I, I nearly made an escape back because they're, they're so they're pretty useless, you know. They all sort of let go, and I thought, well, I'll just have a little wander back then to my seat, uh, where I was then stopped by another <laughs> steward, you know. Um, and and then, I, to be honest, I thought um, the way the game's going, I'm probably better off out of the ground anyway, because it was a pretty shambolic performance, you know. And I knew I wasn't going to be missing a lot. 
You, you weren't the first person no. to make that decision. I mean, Carl was was videoing his, his vlog, and he went, so he didn't he didn't see a summer right. longer yeah. his goal either. So you, you, you're yes. a good you're yes. a good company there. But so they they've taken you out under the yes. Elton John stand. Do they then eject you from the ground, or do they hand you over to police? What what's the mechanism by which this happens and were you were you alone or were you were you um, with yeah, family I had, or anything? I had two boys and one of them had his girlfriend so there's, there's a group of four of us um as i as we sort okay. of went i was frog marched up the stairs and about halfway up there was two policemen uh sort of waiting and uh i sort of went out with them really and um they, they sort of started questioning me um, that they was a little bit. They was a bit worried that I was trying to strap myself to the um, to the railings because I, can't, I think it was. I can't remember what ground it was at, but there was a ground when someone ran on the pitch and they attached themselves to the goalpost, and, and it stopped the game. It was. Uh, a, it was yeah, the Everton pizza. Everton yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the, the police said, "Oh, they had a report that I, I might have been trying to do that." But obviously uh, that wasn't the case. I was just trying to attach my banner. Yeah, Atta- yeah, and, and, and a towel definitely isn't the kind of thing that you yeah. try to do. And also, of course, you were as far you were inside the ground, about as far away from either goalpost as you could possibly exactly. get. Exactly, and it wasn't the yeah, hardly interfering so with not- play. I, I don't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here, here we have a situation whereby, and I. To correct me where I'm wrong, because I'm going to try and kind of yeah. summarise it in my own mind. You've decided you're going to make a silent, a silent yeah. protest, a peaceful protest, and you're basically just going to put out a re- relatively small, we described the yeah. size of it, banner, just saying Potso out. Nothing more, nothing less. And then uh, basically, relatively quickly, two stewards become six stewards, becomes a, a tug of war um, in terms of, you know, your, your towel, which is going through more <laughs> stress and strain than it ever did as a towel by the sound of it. Um, uh, yeah, and then, yeah. Apparently, it had no absorbent no, quality. I don't know if that's no absorbent any interest to anybody. In particular, particular story, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so so you've got this towel. You've 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 basically been taken yeah. back under the Elton John stand. You suddenly found that they've left you alone, presumably focusing on said towel, and yes. you decided to make a scarf for it, but yes. been pleased by yet yes. another by another steward. I love that. I, I have to tell you, on the uh, on, on the Twitter spaces, uh, one one of the guys who rings in, and he's basically worked in football oh. policing or has worked in football policing, and he did say about you know did, did you, you did you did reappear at one point and it went away. I I, I, I love the fact that you made a scarper <laughs> for it. That's really really funny. And immediately going back to your own seat. Well done. That's the kind of thing we like on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. So you. So, so they 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 picked you up. They frog marched you to the door. Yes. You've got a couple of policemen up there. They're they're wondering, presumably, what you know, kind of what what level of adhesive this towel will actually provide. Um, this towel's getting, <laughs> getting getting much maligned in this story. I quite like the most that. maligned um, towel in history, I should think. But... So, so what? <laughs> It is. It's, get, it's getting a very bad rap, which is which isn't good. It's it's no good as protests go. So they've they've done that, and then have, have they been? Have they taken your name? Have they taken your details? Or have um, they just said this game. They, they you're took out? my details. Or... I had uh, my um, driving license, so they they took my details, and um, 
that that was really about it. And right. that, to be fair to the police, uh, my, my whilst they were chatting to me, my my eldest boy came to the to the gates, and I said, I, "You're fine, mm-hmm. mate. Yeah, just go back and you know watch the game." But the police were more concerned that I was meeting up okay with my my children and the, and and my boy's girlfriend afterwards. That they could not have been any better, police. So comparing the police to the stewards were completely different animals, in my mind. You know, the police couldn't have been more helpful. So there we go. Um, we did have a bit of more of a conversation, but the recording, as I mentioned, it gets very blurry. Where I'm, where I'm kind of asking the question, and Rich is already answering it. You kind of, you kind of got a feel for it over. But, but Rich is a thoroughly lovely fella. I'd like to buy him a beer. He's, I'd like, I'd like to buy him a new set of towels, personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Hornet Shop, if you're listening, you know, wow, what a range to go with. So he's been going since 1977. He's not a season ticket holder. He goes as and when, you know, the opportunity allows. I have to say, first of all, before we get on to kind of the, the fact about the, the, the bad stuff on this, credit to the police, because we don't actually hear many stories where people turn around and yeah. say, you know what, the two guys there, they were proportionate. They were they they were fine. Their main concern was that actually, as a family unit, and bearing in mind his kids are twenty one and nineteen, it's not like they're they're tiny. But it was like, well, you all come to the game together. You all want to kind of, you know, you'll all need to logistically go back together. They were just nice, and and they were the heroes of the piece, to be quite frank, which is great. What you didn't hear was we went on to talk about, and I asked him, look, what is it that, that's triggered it? And basically, he's been going since 1977. I've been going since 1978. So as you can imagine, we went wandering off into the days of previously and stuff. And you don't need to hear that. But he basically said, you know, his frustration is about is about what is going on on the pitch and what has not been done to support what's going on on the pitch for the last, you know, four to five years. And it, he just basically is a normal fan. You heard him there. He, you know, Che Guevara, he is not. Um, you know, he's not, a, he's not a revolutionary or anybody there. He just wanted to say a quiet protest. I've kind of had my fill. Now, we then and everybody, because we had it on the, on the Twitter spaces, it comes down to a question of, does it break ground regulations? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. In fact, one that did, but didn't directly criticise Gino Pozzo, seemed to be left in for a lot longer or throughout the you know, duration of the game. That was the one that, that seemed to criticise the players. That seems to be OK. This one wasn't. I'd made mention of the, you know, the 1881 had some have had some wonderful banners and some wonderful designs. And one of them was was something which basically just had a picture of Gino and Gino on the end. And it was just showing our support for the for the regime. Now, that was that was 10 years ago. At this moment, we have to question the regime and we will get to question the regime in the short to medium term. But the question is, is the regime really not prepared to allow anything in the ground that calls it out? You know, during Friday, we we heard an awful lot about uh, and since about the fact that the stewarding suddenly ramped up to previously unseen levels around the ground and especially in the upper GT area, which obviously is where the director's box is housed, because something was potentially anticipated in terms of a protest. Message to Scott and Gino, we're, we're Watford fans, trust us. We've had every opportunity to, to, to go off on one and, and we haven't, and I don't think anything was planned then. We've got a gentleman here who is there with his with his two mature kids and one of the one of the one of his lads' girlfriends there. 
He's done something very passively. And suddenly six stewards. And of course, we've seen a ramp up of stewards since COVID for legit, you know, for, for, for legitimate reasons. Go in rather heavy handed on a gentleman there who's protested. What difference would it have made if it had just been left there? We see and he mentioned you watch a Man United game. There are Glazer out protests all over the place. Um, Those aren't thrown out like this is some kind of scene from 1984. Can I make a, a few observations? I, I, I think I'd like to make a few observations. The please first, please the, do, Justin. The, please do. Stand by. The first of my observations is the club wants to engage in supporter communications, but it seems they only want certain supporter communications. They don't want any communications that is, is, is negative in any way, which is very, very unrealistic and, and seems to be living in a vacuum. The other thing is as well is that Everybody these days has got a smartphone. I knew about this banner five seconds after it was unfurled, as did lots of other people. And in fact, I probably even tweeted something about it not long after it had been confiscated off the man. So the fact that they've tried to, you know, remove this banner hasn't actually done anything to take any news away from it. In fact, everybody knew about it straight away anyway. I don't see why a banner that says Pozzo out can't be left. It didn't say fuck off. It didn't say anything that was harmful in any way. It literally was a man's thoughts on what he thinks of the owner. He doesn't like the owner and he'd like him out. So what? Gino wasn't there. It's not going to hurt Gino's feelings. There seems to be a, um, a, a sort of a movement to take down anything like this immediately. It's unrealistic. Everyone's got a smartphone. Everyone can take a picture of it. It's going to be all over the internet. Does taking it down solve anything? No. In fact, what it's done now is we've done a podcast on it and highlighted this issue. Mm. I mean, what good has it done taking this off this guy? I, I actually think well, it's probably in, done it, more, more harm. In fairness, I do believe, I, I may be wrong, but I believe the Hornet shop will be auctioning the towel. Uh, it is expected to get more than Courtney Hawes' shirt, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, I just this is unrealistic, Peter. There was, the, the, there was the whole Wenger in Wenger out thing that was going on with Arsenal several years ago, as you say, the Glazers and all the rest of it. If if anyone believes at the club that by removing these signs or not letting them in is going to stop anything, it won't. In fact, what it'll do is it'll take it outside the ground. So what you'll end up now with is people with potso out banners outside the ground, taking pictures and films and putting it on vlogs and blogs and whatever. It's not going to stop it at all. It's just stupid. It's 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 um, just censorship on a on a very very weird sort of Kafka esque level. Worrying level. Well, it is. It is very worrying. Someone's given that order to the stewards. If you see a Potsdam yeah. banner, get it off them. So what? Well, that's 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 what I was going to say. My 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 point was that somebody's given that order. You know, somebody at the club is you know in in charge of this and has has asked for this to to be done. And at the end of the day. You know, it, it's opinions, and we've we've said it countless times on this podcast. It, it's all about opinions. You've paid your money. My opinions could be completely different to your opinions. It doesn't matter. You know, if that if uh, if Rich feels that after, and bearing in mind, as you've just said, 1977, he's been going. So he's seen oh, some yeah. absolute. He's taken he's taken over forty years to get there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's seen some absolute shite in in that time. I can you know I can guarantee, but. For, for him to feel that way, that's something. That's a message. That's a message would, that things are not right. Would, would a Potso Win banner? Would a Potso Win banner been taken down? Of course, it wouldn't have. Right. Well, there you go then. So it's not banners of a certain yeah, yeah. size or a certain flammability. It's the message on the banner. 
there is a couple of things to say. You said it wasn't flammable. Rich did describe the towel as completely useless previously and thoroughly unabsorbent. So it could have burst into flames at any given moment. Not. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think we also have to get back to the fact that this podcast, we've, we've been at pains not to be potso out or potso in. We are here to try to, especially on the Twitter spaces, to try to reflect what people think. And you know what? Opinions vary. Go figure. You know, that's fine. However, we are currently trying, trying to get a, you know, a coming together of the fans and Gino Pozzo and Scott Duxbury. Gino, Scott, I'm going to tell you now for nothing. You didn't make our job easier by whoever decided to send in the Stasi, effectively, trying to remove this this chap's towel and him. You effectively you're you're creating, and I don't mean to be so melodramatic. You're trying to create martyrs. That's your point. The message of that that handling going out on over the internet is far more damning, far more damning than a guy sitting there with a towel for crying out loud. It's it's that's that's just silly, and it is not representative of what the club is about. When I say the club, I mean the supporters. I think the supporters in Watford would be like-minded in terms of actually. He's not hurting anybody. It's freedom of speech. Leave it there. Unless it's actually hurting somebody, preventing somebody from going about their day, leave it there. There is yeah. no reason to handle that like that. I, also... I think it's important that to, to call out the fact that the police, that, bear with me a second, that yeah, the no, police who are well-trained dealt with it in a very different way to the stewards who are there. Now, police go through a hell of a lot of training and they get a hell of a hard time because they're walking into situations. I would say, pound to a pinch of shit, those stewards have not been trained to go in and handle that situation, anything like the degree that that was done. And we saw that because it was yanking, it was pulling. Um, he nicely called it cajoling. And then they kind of got him out. And then they were so absent-minded, they just let him go. And I I love the fact that he scarpered back in. Uh, it, for me, it was reminiscent of when they kind of run away from the ghost in Scooby-Doo. That was my image of Rich pegging it back to his seat, along with the company of music. And then he was finally caught by another steward and, and ushered out. This is a guy who's just going to the football and expressing his opinion. Ridiculous. I also like the fact he's embarrassed his son's girlfriend, which is excellent. Well done. The other thing is, right, are these um, can-I-have-your-shirt signs fireproof that seem to be able to be brought into the ground? They're normally written on cardboard. Does anybody stop those going in? No, they don't. They don't stop those going in. But as soon as it's a towel with Potso out on it, you know, there's six people sent to deal with it and police taking your details down. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's too much. Well, I wouldn't encourage anybody to do it. I wouldn't say, right, everybody, this has got on my tits. Everybody, You know, it's up to you. If you want Potso out, you should be able to say Potso out and you should be able to hold a banner up inside the ground that says that. Or, or, Or a towel. Or a towel. But what we don't do is go, that one's all right because it's only having to go at the players. That one's all right because it's asking for a shirt. But this one has to go because it says Potso out. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, there, there, was, there was another incident reported where uh, apparently a gentleman exited the upper Graham Taylor stand and shouted out something along the lines of, so I'm kind of paraphrasing here, Duxbury, this is on you and your lot, basically. And, and a lot of people came out because he was reported as telling him to shut up. Then other people also said he'd said something along the lines of, I'm not, you know, you can't be responsible for that pointing towards, I think, the pitch and the second half display. Now, we haven't hammered home about that because that's a conversation between two people, if it's shouted or not. And I think, in fairness, if, if somebody turns around conversationally, if Duxbury screams it at somebody, that wasn't what was said. It was said that he turned around and said, oh, shut up. Blah, blah. That's a talking piece. This, though... 
this piece of this 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 whole removal of this gentleman and the removal and this is the insidious piece the attempted removal of the message is just ridiculous because exactly as you say there justin we talk about the geno banner being okay because the message is on point with with you know with the ownership somebody comes in and brings in literally a hand towel a towel barely up to the job of being a towel <laughs> and puts a message puts a puts a message on it goes to put it out and just put it on the rail and they're jumped upon it seems a shame you've heard from rich i think there's nothing in his tone of voice or in his actions on saturday that would suggest that in any way shape or form he was a risk or indeed trying to trying to tie himself to a railing with a non-absorbent towel not probably the the, the tool for the job let's be honest this poor towel has taken a right old ribbing during this podcast. Yeah, it has. It absolutely has. I can feel, I can feel some new merchandise coming on our Shopify. <laughs> yeah, well, the, 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 first there's the flasks. You're not allowed bloody flasks in or food from the outside. And now they're taking non, non-absorbent towels off of you. I mean, what what next? Uh, I think they'll categorise it as as towels in general. I don't think they'll test for absorbency. but, uh, but I think they fine. should. They, they absolutely should. <laughs> Well, I think I think all they're doing with this really is they're now going to move this as a as a sort of a, well, there already is a bit of an online movement if you look at sort of hashtags on Twitter. Twitter isn't the world; it's it's a tool, but there's already been a lot of pots out yep. hashtags and stuff. But it'll just mean this is going to be taken outside the ground now. It'll mean people are going to start walking from the town centre with a massive banner all the way to the ground, probably chuck it in the bin and do that every week. And, it, and you know, if they think that that's not going to get reported on or put on social media, then they're living in cloud cuckoo land. This this absolute need to to, to sort of manage the minutiae, the communications coming out of the club is is not doing it any favours whatsoever. It really isn't. It's 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 just anyone who's watched the thick of it will, not, will know what I'm talking about. It's not, not the doctors. first time we've said that either, is it? No, it's not. Well, it's not, but it's getting worse now. And, you know, the freedom to protest is is still a freedom. Um, Although, you know, there there are moves to stop this sort of thing. But I I absolutely think it was handled terribly wrong. And, you know, watch out because it's going to happen more, I think. And and the thing is that, you know, know, a few wins, a, a shout, maybe at getting into the playoffs, this will die down people will forget about it it is very much symptomatic of how the team have been this season if the team had been if we'd been in the top three would this have happened possibly not no but but it has happened and that's that's reality and trying to quell it in the way they did it is just wrong in my opinion um and the the club need to look at themselves because this this is still the family club that you know they want supporter communications hey look at what we're all involved in at the moment but if it's the wrong type of support communication then they're going to throw you out not good it also is the fact that, as I, as I mentioned, it doesn't help us trying to bring this whole thing together with a number of other people. Hopefully you will have seen the communicate. More stuff will be coming out. A lot of people on Saturday said, well, it's gone beyond that now. Um, and, and why is it in July? It has to be in two or three weeks. Well, hold on. The reason it has to be in two or three weeks is something that happened half an hour ago. We are trying to do this so that we can involve everybody. It has to be as democratic as we hope it can be. I know it's taking forever um, in, in comparison to you know looking at the score lines, but it's just that that doesn't change the dynamic of what we're going to do. What could happen in the meantime, what should happen in the meantime, in my opinion, it's only my opinion, is the fact that, I'm sorry, Mr Duxbury, this is a false step that has been made. It has been seen to be a false step. Do you know what would help? Something that we haven't seen at Watford throughout the Pozzo regime, or extremely rarely. Graham Taylor came out with a banner, get the, go and get the irony, 
when he was at the when he was manager of the club because he criticised the the fans when he thought things weren't quite going right and he realised he'd said the wrong thing and he came out and he stood in the middle of the pitch I was at the game with a large banner said I'm sorry and everybody just went they just melted they went oh Christ Graham you know, look what you've done for us the word sorry according to Elton John appears to be the hardest word say it show some <laughs> humility show a demonstration that actually. It's not just the fans that have to come to you. You have to come to the fans. OK, we're not going to be bringing in this Q&A forward any sooner because logistically it's what we need to do. There is nothing stopping the club going to somebody like Andrew French yep. at the Watford Observer yep. or going out directly on their website and saying, sorry. Do you know what that would heal? That would probably heal about 80% of the pain. Hopefully you heard from Rich. He's not injured. He's not hurt. He's not in He's not in any hurry to return to Watford anytime soon, although we've invited him to come come with a game, you know, come to a game with us whenever we, whenever he can. He's not put off for life. He'll get over this. He'll shrug over this. He, you heard him. We were laughing about the towel and the situation, etc. But actually where the damage has been done is in the mishandling of this. And you can rectify or you can go at least some stage by showing a modicum of humility. Yeah. Now, we see it in politics on both sides, a refusal to apologize for anything. Mr. Duxbury, Mr. Pozzo, be bigger than that. Come out and say it. It was a misstep. We're going to correct it. We're going to be talking to fans and we want to improve things because I think there is a will to do that at the club. But you know what? This kind of stupid fucking nonsense gets in the way of that every time. If, We're doing our damnedest. Yeah. Duxbury, do your bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if they do apologise for that, does that now mean that anybody else bringing a town and gets handled in the same way or are they allowed to now show it? Because it will I show, don't care. It will show an infallibility care. on this their part, the and they can't have this, that. No, Justin, Justin, I don't care. This is a question. This isn't a question of policy, right? This is a question of handling an individual person. It's about basically the right to free speech, and I appreciate that feels like it's bombastic and it's over the top, but it's absolutely what it is. People taking away people's right to protest. Who fucking died and made Watford FC God? Okay, things that go on in the stadium. We've, we've had Dave Messenger on here. We know there are some superb people trying to make sure that very good things happen in the stadium. And if there's bad things, we work with it. We mitigate. Remember what we heard about the EDI stuff. If something is reported, do you know what they do? They investigate it. They talk to both sides. They try to understand. What they do not do is fucking well frog march people out of the ground. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We are better than that. Watford, as a club and its heritage, is better than that. And we'll get brickbats from everybody. I mean, there's been people all over social media going, oh, well, you know, we'll be accused of being stooges because we're trying to get this Q&A together. Fine. Say what the fuck you want about me. But Watford FC, don't make it fucking harder. Mm, you know, yeah. that's ridiculous. Is it OK for somebody to bring in a towel and it's a potso out? Yes, it fucking is, as far as I'm concerned. Do excuse me, I'm a little bit annoyed. Because that's the club. I hadn't that's noticed, actually. I've... You know, we, 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 we have been built up on Sir Elton John and Graham Taylor. And I appreciate people have been going, oh, good, Graham Taylor. Right? All of that was about, was about freedom of speech. It was about respect for others. And the respect for others extended to how the club dealt with the supporters. This has been, I mean, it was a dark towel, but it was a dark day. A dark day indeed for the club to mishandle this like this. And they can they can go a long way by either reaching out to Rich and apologising or by reaching out generally to say, sorry, misstep there. 
and these are the rules and the regulations. I think I agree with you. I think they've made a, a rod for their back. I think Rich has been very gracious in in his approach to it. I have been less so in the last 10 minutes. I'll lay a tenner, they don't. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. That's they it won't. though, isn't it? That's, it's, it's, know, it? But it's in the clubs, you know. Look, we, we know we know factually that podcasts we produce get listened uh, to people at the club. And if what Peter's just said there got to the right people and they went, oh, actually, that isn't a bad idea. Brilliant. Fantastic. But I do agree with Justin. The chances of that are slim to nothing because they're, they're in this bubble of it, it, it's self-centeredness, really. It's just awful at the moment. And um, and that that's excluding what's going on on the pitch. It's There's so much more going on at this club than, than we probably give it credit for. And hopefully over the next few months and everything that we're involved with we'll, we'll get a, a better understanding of all that i think we, we have been at pains to say there are a lot of very very good people at the club and there are there really really mm. are if you're one yep. of those people and you're listening to it this isn't aimed at you this is aimed at the very very top as to where this decision has been made i went through the finances with you guys the other day our board is made up of one executive director he is also the chairman he is also the ceo this buck stops at his door because he's got two non-executive directors. They're not in a position to give uh, instructions to whoever would be looking after the, 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 the stewards and the policing of the ground in terms of that respect. This does come down to you, Scott. Sorry, but it does. And it can only come from one place. So this isn't aimed at anybody else. Mr. Duxbury, be the bigger man. Say it. That's all I'm saying. Boom. There you go. Well, um, got to say, thanks to Rich for speaking to us because it's good to get his side of the story and to get it out there as well because I don't think anybody else was going to kind of um, do that. I don't know if he's been approached by journalists or whatever and I suspect he, he, he has, I don't know, but at least now his side of the story has been told so um, we can we can make our own decisions, I think, is the uh, or, or form our own opinions as to what exactly happened there, which is uh, well, my opinion is it was shabby. Very, very shabby yeah. and uh, heavy-handed. Shame on you. Shame on you, Scott Duxbury. Yeah, or whoever it was who was responsible. Yeah. Do, do, do not scratch your eyes. Sweary as ever, probably less funny than normal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to this uh, to this podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you all on Saturday for the Bristol City game. You ones. Go on, you ones. Yeah. You won't, sorry, seems to be the hardest word. I promise never to sing again. Fuck was that? Fuck, you know. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. <laughs>